everyone. Welcome to the Sandy and Mandy show. It's Sandy. It's Mandy. Today's episode topic, we'll be discussing hyper positivity and what that means. Yes. And how to identify it and how to not get sucked into that. People also call it toxic positivity, but I think I prefer to call it hyper positivity. We originally heard about this phenomenon (laughs) (laughs) back in like a couple years ago, I think. And this post is called, So You Want to Talk About Toxic Positivity by So.Informed on Instagram. We'll put it in, in the description thingy. Toxic positivity refers to the belief that no matter how sad or difficult a situation is, people should maintain a positive mindset. Think of it as a quote-unquote good vibes only (laughs) approach to life. In our terms, hyper-positivity is just always looking at the good or... Just solely focusing on the light and not even really acknowledging the darkness It's very much like all light, all love type of Mm. spiritual mentality. And I just don't think that's realistic. Yeah, it's when you ignore the shadow side, you're ignoring all of the negative emotions that we carry and all the negativity that's in the world. Without darkness, we wouldn't know light. Without light, we wouldn't know darkness. And so I think positivity and negativity are two things that are allowed to exist. I think just completely avoiding or suppressing negative emotions because you want to keep it positive all the time is honestly just doing a disservice to yourself and it's avoiding the shadow work that everybody needs to be doing. An example of that hyper-positivity isn't okay in racism. Yes, bro. Like I literally had to end a friendship. friendship over this shit because she was just so like everybody like we should love everyone all and lives matter yeah people. very much all lives mm. matter like you know coddle white people to like what the fuck like no like absolutely not the reality of the world is that there is hundreds of years even more than that there's been so much oppression patriarch yes the patriarch everything fucked up like a lot of fucked up things have been happening for a very long time and it historically has been from white people so i don't really think it makes sense or it's realistic to just be so hyper positive about the injustices around the world please do not be tone deaf Whenever I think of hyper-positive people or the toxic positivity people, I think of the spiritual people who are very much just delusional in a sense to where they are delusional because they're privileged, number one. And number two, they just think everything should be equal but not equitable. Equality versus equity. But yeah, I always think of the fucking all light, all love, like we should love everyone and... They're just not grounded in real life. They're always looking for the good in people. And they're always, again, just solely focusing on the good, the positive, and not even making room or acknowledging the fact that there is other things in the world that aren't positive. Yeah, because when you're hyper positive, you're avoiding problems too. Because you're constantly trying to reverse back into positivity no matter what happens. You're always like, there's another way or things do happen for a reason. But then again, like you're literally avoiding the work and all of the emotions that come with such traumatic event or 
or, you know, conflicts that happen and challenges. Because I know at one point in my life, like when I just learned about spirituality, I wasn't letting my aggression out. My one friend had told me like, you're a Scorpio, like you need to let out that aggression, move your body, scream or something. It's okay. Because that way those emotions are being suppressed. Exactly. And also we're just fucking human, dude. Like we are not positive, only positive beings. Like there is so much, like humans are just more complex than that. The world is so much more complex than that. And in the post, it also says toxic positivity rejects difficult emotions in favor of an over-the-top false facade of optimism and Mm -hmm. cheer. Toxic positivity minimizes any emotions that are not strictly happy or positive, which creates a toxicity for anyone who may be experiencing emotions that are not positive. What toxic positivity fails to recognize is that forced optimism and refusal to acknowledge negative feelings doesn't make them go away. If anything, it exacerbates, exacerbates, exacerbate you all know maybe it exacerbates them yeah that's right (laughs) and exactly like you're just suppressing emotions that are still going to come out one way or another and it'll probably come out in a more explosive way that isn't so positive (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) let's just work with what we got when it's coming at us avoiding them doesn't make it go away Mm -hmm. and so being so positive doesn't mean that your life isn't going through the natural fluctuations of life Life. Yeah. And honestly, like shit happens. We never know what's going to happen or why it's happening. Sometimes bad shit just happens. You just have to deal with the outcome and figure out like what you want to do with yourself. That's life. I think mm-hmm. it's good to just figure out how to deal and how to have an outlet for any negative emotions or just for any way of what you feel. It's okay to feel whatever you feel. As long as you know, you're working through it, you're letting, allowing yourself to have an outlet for it, you know, just learn to process our emotions. And the other slide, it says, according to experts, toxic positivity is counterproductive and harmful to mental health. Ooh. (laughs) Thank you. Psychologists say toxic positivity oversimplifies the human brain and how we process emotions, and it can actually be detrimental to our mental health. Exactly. We are so much more complex than just staying positive. Mm-hmm. Per the Washington Post, research has shown that accepting negative emotions rather than avoiding or dismissing them may actually be more beneficial for a person's mental health in the long run. One 2018 study tested the link between emotional acceptance and psychological health in more than 1,300 adults and found that those who habitually avoid acknowledging challenging emotions can end up feeling worse. Ooh. What did we say, bro? It just makes sense. Exactly. You're ignoring the other side. Like, why would you not cater to all of you and you're just focusing on, oh, like, let's be happy. Yay. Like, no, things can be falling the fuck apart. Exactly. And it's okay if things are falling the fuck apart. Toxic positivity in action. When something bad happens, saying losing your job, for example, and someone tells you to look on the bright side or stay positive, it could always be worse. When you experience a loss, such as a death of a loved one, or a pet and someone says everything happens for a reason <gasps> that's fucked up why would you ever say that and it's just like the term everything happens for a reason there's just certain context that you could say that in but definitely not 
in a situation where somebody is, you know, facing grief or just going through something really traumatic, why would you ever say everything happens for a reason? Like, that's just very not reading the room, very tone deaf. When you express sadness or confide in someone that you are feeling depressed and they respond by saying, happiness is a choice. <laughs> Or this too shall pass. Dude, like, imagine telling somebody that. Somebody's like, bro, I've been so depressed. Happiness is a choice. Mm -hmm. (gasps) That's crazy. Most of the time, these things are said with good intentions, but consider intent versus impact. Ooh. So, oh, I like I like the way they phrase this. Yeah. Intent versus impact. If you're encouraging someone to look at the bright side of a situation or urging them to just be happy when they tell you that they are feeling down, you are likely doing so out of a place of care and concern. But consider the impact of your words. People do not typically share negative feelings or emotions if they are wanting to be told to stifle them in favor of the opposite of whatever they're feeling. Looking on the bright side in the fence of tragedy of dire situations like illness, homelessness, food insecurity, unemployment, or racial injustice is a privilege that not all of us have. So promulgating messages of positivity denies a very real sense of despair and hopelessness, and they only serve to alienate and isolate those who are already struggling. That's what we've been saying. And that was said by Natalie Dottilo, PhD. I think a better response from what I've been practicing over the past year. So anytime my friends come to me with dire tragedies or any of those situations, what I've been saying is that I'm here to listen and I hold the space for you to express what you need to feel. I don't try to make it into something positive. I don't try to tell them to move on. I'm just there for them. And sometimes that's all people need is just to literally spill their guts out and their heart out about whatever they're going through. And it makes them feel better just to know that they're being heard. Exactly bro like people don't always want to hear solutions they just want to feel heard and they just want somebody to listen literally Mm -hmm. and that's something that I've been trying to work on too because I can understand the other side of you know wanting to offer solutions and wanting Mm -hmm. to solve problems for people but that's not always what people want and I think what you do by just saying like I'm holding a space for you like I'm here for you that's all somebody needs sometimes so it's very good to just say that and Mm -hmm. not be like happiness is a choice yeah no seriously (laughs) this too shall pass ass bitch no Another slide of this post says toxic positivity and spiritual bypassing often intersect. Spiritual bypassing occurs when people use abstract concepts like God or universal consciousness to avoid dealing with uncomfortable real world issues or unpleasant emotions. Yep, the all light, all love type of spiritual Mm -hmm. bitches. Oh my God. Spiritual bypassing was coined by psychotherapist John Wellwood. As a therapist and Buddhist teacher, Wellwood began to notice people, including himself, often using spirituality as a defense mechanism. Instead of addressing and working through difficult emotions or confronting unresolved issues, people would dismiss them with spiritual explanations. Spiritual bypassings can sound like love and light. What did I say? What did I say? I just know this, bro. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Well, well, that one's I good. I don't think that's, that one's yeah, too bad. Like, that one's fine. It's like, oh, I'm sending you love or blessings. Like, that one's valid. Yeah, that's not okay, valid. So. Another one says this. Ooh. 
Ooh. <laughs> somebody said this and basically like tragedy or whatever tragedy somebody's going through must have been God's plan. No. 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 Uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Like I can imagine somebody telling me about who they're grieving, what they're grieving, and then saying, Oh yeah, this happened for a reason. This must have been a part of God's plan. I know. Why would you say that? Ooh, I like this one. When you deny or avoid unpleasant emotions, you make them bigger. Avoiding negative emotions reinforces the idea that because you avoid feeling them, that you don't need to pay attention to them. When you are trapped in this cycle, these emotions become bigger and more significant as they remain unprocessed. This approach is simply unsustainable. Evolutionarily, human beings cannot program ourselves to only feel happy. Yes, dude. Exactly, dude. Like, why would emotions exist other than happiness? if we were made to only feel happy like even animals feel stressed out dude yeah like it's just it's natural Mm -hmm. to feel everything like Mm -hmm. that's just literally a part of being human and i like how they said everything it's basically what we what we've been saying right you gotta process your shit dude yeah because then if y'all don't you're literally going to make it worse for yourself like they said you just need to handle your emotions when they come to you as we said before emotions are information get that info get the info Realize what you got to do with the info, how to let go of the info. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And nobody else is going to process your emotions but you. Like, literally, nobody's going to do the self work that you need to do but yourself. That's unavoidable. You can't cheat that. Mm -hmm. It's okay to not be okay, is how they ended the post. So, yeah, exactly. Any final words on hyper positivity? Just how to move forward from somebody who is hyper positive. Mm, how to move forward, like from like how to like not have them in your life anymore, or like either that or like say you're the hyper positive one. Like, oh, what should they do? I guess just to be mindful of how you respond to yourself, how you respond to others when they come to you with negative experiences and feelings, and just let it out and let it go. let it out let it go yeah (laughs) that's a good way to put it because i get the intention like what the post said i know people have good intentions whenever they want to stay positive and they want to you know try to uplift people but again intent versus impact intentions can only mean so much when the action itself is hurting somebody else so yeah, now that y'all know what hyperpositivity is, we just wanted to speak a word on why you should be having both. I think it's valid to feel positive and negative emotions. I think you literally need both. And I think that's just the nature of life. Like we're going to feel really good some days. We're going to feel probably really bad some days. And that's just the fluctuation and the natural movement of energy. I know what has helped me is that whenever I'm feeling really upset or just not feeling a great emotion, I have to let myself feel it. I also have a Scorpio moon. So like, I really like, I have to let it out because I feel like I'm naturally kind of suppressing things like already. Yeah. I find that whenever I feel any heavy, any heavier emotion, I either have to journal, I have to run, I have to just do whatever type of outlet I feel called to within that moment. Because if I just sit there and just, you know, let it fester, it's just going to come out in an an explosive way. And that's not fun for me, for anybody around me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think whenever you cater to your, you know, your shadow and to any 
heavier emotions that aren't positive, in the long run, you will know how to deal and how to cope when these things happen. It will help through just the realities of life in itself. Life is not all happy. When you are working on your shadow self, you can pretty much see that as a way of holding space for yourself too, to feel all those things and realize what trauma that's coming from or where that stemmed from too. Do you think that hyper-positive people have problems saying no? Yeah, for sure. That's another bad thing. Because people think saying no is a negative thing. And it's just like, dude, no. like we need we need to have both. Like life is just full of light. It's full of dark. That's just the reality of it. And they're both tools to me. Like light is a tool and darkness is a tool. And it doesn't have to be good or bad. It can just be. Exactly. It can just be like yin yang. That is all we'll be sharing for our hyper positivity episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. And shout out to our beautiful, lovely loyal patreons shout out to brianna germ and baby beluga thank you so much for being with us this month okay see you in the next episode bye love y'all bye love y'all